Grace and peace to you all from God, our Heavenly Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. One of my favorite games to lead as a camp counselor was the maze. For this game, we blindfold all of our campers and line them up one by one in a train and place their hands on the shoulders of the kid in front of them. We would then slowly lead them on a twisting and turning path, abandoning the path, so they're walking through the woods, crunching on leaves, snapping twigs underfoot, and they're all wobbly because their sense of sight has been taken away. Until finally, we approach the maze, tucked back into a little clearing in the woods. One by one, we guide the campers to a rope that they hold onto and tell them not to move, not yet. The rules for the maze are simple. Hold on to the rope and move around until you find the end. If at any point during this challenge you need help, all you have to do is raise your hand and ask. Simple enough, right? So we let the campers know they begin and they can start moving around and they move around and around and around and around and around and they get frustrated. The end of this maze is harder to find than they initially anticipated. Remember, they're blindfolded, so there's a critical detail about this maze that they do not know. The maze is a circle. There is no end. Cruel trick, right? Uh, how do they get out? How do they win? Well, to get out of the maze, you have to raise your hand and ask for help. It's amazing to watch as some kids figure it out. Frustrated, they raise their hand, needing a little hint, needing some guidance. As the first few campers raise their hands, we take them away from the maze, and the truth is revealed to them. The only way to win is to ask for help. Other campers are determined. They hear the joy of some people figuring out, I found the end, I found the end. What are they doing wrong? Why am I still stuck in this maze? Light has been with us since the beginning, and it's always been with us. The very first words that we hear God speak in the book of Genesis are, let there be light. And God said that that light was good. God spoke the light into and out of darkness. From nothing, God created and continues to create light and life each and every day. The theme of light weaves its way throughout the entire Bible. It's been used as a metaphor for God's presence, guidance, and the hope of the people of Israel. Light has also been used to signify momentous events. Think only back to the season of Advent and the bright shining star that shone above Bethlehem, the star's light guiding the wise men from the east to the new infant king, or the shepherds over the fields watching their flocks and the angel of the Lord announcing the birth of their savior. We still use light to commemorate special occasions. Think of lit up birthday candles on your cake or the firework displays of a New Year's Eve celebration. These occasions are often celebrated with song and dance, joy and hope. Light brings us new life, dreams for a better future, and hope for all that's yet to come. Today we hear Jesus claim, I am the light of the world. The Gospel of John begins with Jesus as this light too. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. 
He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it. Readers will know that this light is Jesus, but in the story that we heard from chapter 8 today, it's the first time that Jesus makes this claim outright. I am the light of the world. Who is he speaking to? Not his disciples, but rather the scribes and Pharisees, and they react to his statement with hostility. This claim that Jesus is naming himself as the Messiah, and he came to do the work only God could do. The word light in Hebrew is associated with God. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light. Isaiah 60, the Lord will be your everlasting light. Or Job 29, by his light I walked through darkness. The rabbis declared that the name of the Messiah was light. So Jesus claiming to be the light of the world, he's making the claim that none could possibly be higher than him. Claiming the fullness of his humanity and also his divinity. The scribes and Pharisees, they reject this, saying to him, your testimony is not valid. But Jesus tells the scribes and Pharisees that they have no real knowledge of God. They don't recognize God for who he was. The tragedy was the whole history of Israel had been designed so that the Jews would recognize the Son of God when he came. But they became so involved in their own conception of what religion was, that they'd become blind to God. One by one, slowly, the campers figure it out and exit the maze. Those who asked for help are now on the sideline, their blindfolds off, cheering on their friends who are still stuck. You can do it, they ring out. Frustration, embarrassment, even anger, is bubbling up in the few kids clinging to that rope, trying to find its end. Remember, the counselor gently reminds, you can ask for help. Help has been there from the very beginning. Light has been there from the very beginning. Even in the midst of darkness, the light is not overcome. Do you see the light in your life? Amen.